another loving news. All right, here we go. Welcome to Mother Loving News. This is going to be an awesome show. This is the spot, of course, where we admit the news you're hearing is a little true and a little bit made up. I'm your host, Cliff Broadbeck, and for the next half hour, I am going to entertain you, and you are going to consensually enjoy it. Before we get started, make sure you hit that like button, make sure you're subscribed, make sure you comment, and most importantly, share this content with anybody that's not yet banned from social media. We're not going to waste any time today. Let's get this party started. Let's hop over to Newsery. Newsery. President Joe Biden told reporters that Facebook is killing people. Facebook is killing people. The president was boldly and with great masculine strength walking to Marine One when a reporter called out to the majestic beast of a man. The question posed to Dear Leader, what is your message for platforms like Facebook? The protector-in-chief really hit the nail on the head with this one. We here at MLN do predict that if censorship by tech platforms like Facebook is left unfettered, we are likely to see as many as 80 million Americans end up in concentration camps. Uh, And they may die for speaking out about their beliefs. Now, a casual viewer might say, but Cliff, he's saying that the misinformation being spread on, on social media is causing people to forego vaccinations. And I can understand that. I actually completely agree with that. I I think that the misinformation that's been shared by the likes of Dr. Fauci should probably be removed, mostly because he's a government official. Uh, That same thing could be said about old Fast Hands Cuomo. The New York governor is also the same man that protected an estimated 15,000 elderly people to death. That's some real hard protection. In addition to this update about the man who received more, uh, in addition, this update about the man who received more votes than any president before, I can report that Joe Biden has begun to take hormone blockers in an effort to reduce the sheer amount of brute force his presence causes. Jen Psaki said he's just too intimidating for foreign leaders. Broadback, hot takes. Woo, get wound up already. Look at that. Um, it's getting wild out there. If you. Uh, I, I just, if you're on any social media, your days are likely numbered. Um, it is pretty impressive that, that the, what we're seeing is occurring. The white house is basically partnered hundred percent with Facebook in particular. Seems that Mark Zuckerberg is, is down for this mission, maybe more than others. Uh, but yeah, a beautiful quote from Joe Biden is that, uh, that Facebook is killing people. He went on to say that it's killing people because of the misinformation, but it's really fun to play the dirty game of stealing clips and uh, pretending like that was the message. Plus, it's another one of those situations. So Joe Biden, you you know, he's asked a question and it takes him a little bit to wind up to get the answer going. Uh, This one didn't take 30 seconds like we've seen before, but um, it took him a little while. It's pretty shameful. Uh, pretty embarrassing, but if you're if you're on social media, look out. That's not the only story we have about social media. Let's hit, let's hit one more over newsery. Newsery. We have another story about big tech. The Biden administration is uh, becoming a bit more cozy with that group of folks. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others for providing misinformation. This was a statement from Jen Psaki provided to the press during today's briefing. This uh, particular story hits really close to home for me. By this logic, there would be no mother loving news. I am a little ashamed to confess this, but I was once banned from Twitter for calling a social justice warrior a big gay butt lover. 
I'm not proud of the sentiment or the childish nature in which I, which I delivered that comment. Uh, if I could go back and do it over again, I would have said something like, them is clearly someone who likes to get intimate with the junk of a much more brutish male stuck, stuffed aggressively into they's rear body hatch. See, if the White House had it their way, I, I guess I wouldn't have had this opportunity for redemption. Um, I only wonder how long it's going to be until social media is the virtual representation of an echo chamber that's as large as Jen Psaki's skin is pale. You can literally see through her. Literally in the traditional sense of the word, not the new way where it's used as synonym for figuratively. That's one pale, pale woman. Broadback. Hot takes. Man, this is um, quite the day over here. It seemed this is just you're seeing a unity. This is a complete unity of the White House, the NSA, the FBI, uh, the entire intelligence apparatus, the military, social media. They're all coming together and it seems like they have a single target. And it's going to get real dicey. I think more more um, difficult to exist in space uh, as we move forward. Uh, the only thing we can hope for is that we can get enough done between now and the 2022 election. And I'm not saying Republicans are going to be some God sent savior here. Um, in fact, I think they're if, if we're not real careful, we might just end up exacerbating the situation or perpetuating the situation. Um, it's just gotten really ugly. And I, I don't, I, we, we have to see the primaries be effective. Now I live in Texas. And one thing I'll tell you is that in Texas, I'm really, I've taken heart because, um, Greg Abbott, the, the governor in the wheelchair, um, he actually had a tree. A lot of people don't know how that happened. He was apparently in law school and he was jogging down a sidewalk and a tree fell on him. Um, and that absolutely shattered his, uh, part of his, 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 uh, vertebrae and cause paralysis, I believe from the waist down. That's tough. I'm not gonna lie. Like I'm, I'm not from time to time. I'll make Greg Abbott jokes because it's obvious and silly. Um, but sincerely, I, I do feel bad for anybody that's in that situation. I think it's terrible to say, Hey, you can make fun of Madison Cawthorn too. He's actually cool with it apparently. Um, but anyways, I digress. The point here is that, that people don't always understand that Greg Abbott's a great big rhino. The only reason he's done anything remotely close to standing up for people is because he's been pushed by the by Texans and and uh, other conservatives in the state legislator legislature. Um, the uh, other thing that the, the good news, though, is that you're seeing uh, Colonel Allen West. He's going to primary uh, Greg Abbott. And if we can get somebody like Allen West in there, I. I don't mean to like, I'm not going to boost any candidates, but I can tell you if I had to pick just between the two of them, that's who I'd go for. I don't know who else is going to run, uh, but hopefully we, we see something significant happen there all over the country. Something similar needs to happen in place after place. And we really got to push these folks to the right uh, to make sure that we balance this. And I don't mean right, right. Like I don't, I, I'm not talking old school, right. I'm talking about the populist, right. Where, where we put American America first, that's the agenda. And I think it's the one that makes the most sense. I say all this to tell you that um, you just got to look out for these cats because it's going to get worse before it gets better. Let's head back over to Newsery. Uh, the next one's a really optimistic story. Newsery. We're going to talk about the election audit update. You have to be really careful doing this on any social media. Uh, so bear with me. I'm going to do the best I can to navigate this as delicately as possible, and we'll see if we can get there. 
Uh, we're going to talk about the election audit in Fulton County. Uh, Fulton County, for those of you who have very little geographic knowledge, that's where Atlanta is located. Uh, and if you're still confused, that's in Georgia, which is located in the United States. Uh, but that election was subjected to, a, or excuse me, there was a, a election critique uh, based on or by an organization called Voter GA. This organization claims that several ballots were counted multiple times, and we can now tell you with absolute certainty after all the months of debate and argument, uh, I'm prepared to come onto YouTube and tell you without a doubt that what we all suspected from the very beginning, what the? Okay. Um, this was the most secure election in the history of elections. This this election is uh, it was more accurate than even the calculations necessary to use like the super collider at CERN. Uh, the debate between the standard and metric systems has been put to bed. We're all now going to measure things in 2020 election results because that is synonymous with accuracy. Like if you need to go to the store, you might say something like, hey, I'll be about five minutes. It's only two 2020 election results away, so it shouldn't take too very long. Is that? Okay, that was a little creepy, y'all. Right back. Hot takes. We all know what's going on. This is the best thing. This is the best thing about this story. You can't say it. I can't say it. We can't say it. We can't sit here and and tell you what we all know to be true regarding the election because i mean you know why it's these big tech companies refuse to to capitulate to i'm using the words that you use over here <laughs> um <laughs> you you like planted that seed in my head there binary um but we 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 know that they're not going to cave to the people they don't think that we're smart enough that we're good enough that we're uh, valuable enough to be listened to they think that we're absolutely just uh, folks that that need to shut up and and get what they get and accept what they accept, and if if you if you push any further than that, you you really you don't have the right to do that because you're just a pleb. Um, this is the great epiphany that I've had in the past year, and I, maybe I'm I guess I'm dumb because it took me longer to get here than it took a lot of people. Actually, I don't think that's I don't think I'm dumb. I think that the game was they did a really good job of obscuring the truth until they lost it because of trump um they they absolutely something about donald trump rattled the um the establishment there was something about the way he carried himself his refusal to play the game that shocked the establishment so much that they had to throw the entire playbook out the window and and go to full-blown warfare in order to um take care of that problem uh, thank goodness for Trump that this isn't the 1960s because I'll bet it would have gone differently uh, for even, even it could get worse. Let's just think about what happened in the sixties a lot. Uh, but anyways, yeah, man, um, the, it's an, it's an us versus them thing. And the us is a huge number of people and the them is a handful. And, and I'm optimistic that at some point as we move forward, we're going to be able to uh, just get the folks that aren't quite on board yet to understand this isn't about the policies that we've argued for the last 
50 years. This is bigger than that. This is about the base freedoms that our country um, is supposed to be founded on and, and getting, getting back to the basics and making sure that we run things in a traditionally liberal way. Uh, we want to make sure that you're able to speak freely, that you can meet with who you want to meet with, and that you're free to have your business open without uh, being under the boot of the government. That's, that's really the goal. Let's head over to Newsery. Newsery. You may have heard uh, many right-wing politicians lately have been accused of being Russian assets. Uh, one voice on the left who's been doing quite a bit of this is Cenk Uger. He's actually taken it a little further. He's been on an offensive lately and is even suggesting that some left-wing personalities are Russian assets. He recently named Aaron Mata uh, as a Russian disinformation peddler. Now, Mata is a somewhat independent journalist, but definitely with a left-wing bias. Uh, Cenk Uger didn't quit there. He accused former TYT member Jimmy Dore of being a creepy guy who looks up skirts. Uh, we can now tell you that if you are anyone who is right of this particular Antifa member, it's uh, you're probably working for the Russian government. Pretty much everybody uh, is working for the Russian government. Uh, maybe I am. Perhaps you are. Um, it seems that we're all going to we're all Russian spies. Uh, that does have an exception. That's just the rule. The exceptions uh, are pretty straightforward. You have Jeb Bush and Marco Rubio. Rubio seen here holding a large metal rod after proclaiming, quote, he, we will be putting this hardware to use later, end quote. Um, they're the exceptions because they're working for the military industrial complex. You also have uh, Ben Carson. He works for nobody. He's just too tired. Broadback. Hot takes. You know, it... it the thing about the Russian complaint is it's been worn out. There may be people that are actually Russian spies, but we won't ever know because if you do any anything that the left doesn't appreciate, you become labeled a Russian spy. I'm dead serious. I'll bet you if we if we became popular, um, and I hope that we do, but if if we here at MLN become popular, I can almost guarantee you that we'll be accused of being Russian assets. That's when you know you're big time is when they say, hey, that dude's working for the Russians. I hope one day somebody says I'm working for the Russians. I guess you can dare to dream. You, you, you can dare to dream and just hope that that happens. Um, if you're here, you're probably working for the Russians too. It's disgusting. I'm sick of them. Um, oh, by the way, the Young Turks are collapsing. I don't know if any of you viewers out there get the opportunity to watch much left-wing media, but the Young Turks are in complete disarray. Old Cenk Uger, apparently he took some money and he's he's regretting having took that money. But he, if there's a left wing position, he's going to hawk it. He doesn't have any moral compass anymore. Um, I mean, if tomorrow he'll be telling you that they should kick everybody off the internet that's not a lefty, um, he'll be telling you that we should. If if Biden says that we need to put more kids in cages at the border, Cenk Uger is going to be asking what what he can do to help build those cages. Um, I'm telling you, there, there's there's just no end to the hypocrisy on the left, especially when there's money involved. This is true on the right, too. Um, there are some right-wing pundits that, you know, I'll listen to them, but you've got to take everything they say with a grain of salt. Um, I, I love the ability. I'm going to talk about one guy in particular. I actually enjoy listening to Ben Shapiro, but he is an establishment dude. Um, I love his ability to argue and debate. He's very, he's a fast talker, um, which leads me to believe he's a pretty smart guy. He's probably a fast thinker. Uh, he knows a ton of facts, but in, when push comes to shove, I, I'm just saying, I, I take everything Ben Shapiro says with a grain of salt. Cause I, I don't necessarily trust that cat. 
Um, and it's, it's, I don't care if he's a Jew, which is what a lot of people say. I really just care that, uh, that dude, that dude seems to be running that establishment narrative quite a bit. That's just me. Let's get to newsery. Newsery. Final story of the night. I love this story. It's one that, um, I didn't see in a ton of places, but I think it's a good one. The gay protector alpaca. There is a ranch that is owned by some non-binary folks called the Tenacious Unicorn Ranch in Westcliff, Colorado, and it is the home to some Antifa alpaca. The owners of the ranch claim that white supremacists have protested at the ranch and the alpacas were able to fend off the 'er ne'er-do-wells. The aggressors were easily identified as white supremacists because they wore shirts that said, it's okay to be white. That's a far cry from the white supremacists I think of when I hear that term. I usually imagine somebody blowing up a facility, uh, but these particular hateful folks seem to just have the audacity to believe that it's okay to be a white person. Tisk tisk. Uh, these alpaca are trained to defend the campgrounds from agitators. Uh, however, they have not been outfitted with pepper spray or milkshakes, but we hope that one day they, one day soon they will be. They are currently working their way through a couple of book studies, one of rules for radicals and another for, uh, of white fragility. Uh, but ultimately, in the long term, it does raise the question, are attack alpacas the last line of defense for the LGBTQIAA population? By the way, if you're a white supremacist or you're not familiar with this acronym, um, first of all, shame on you. And second, at least have the decency to learn a simple acronym, uh, rework your worldview to be more inclusive by asking everybody that you meet what types of people uh, they enjoy having intercourse with. You're probably a bigot. Broadback. Hot takes. <laughs> so I- I'll tell you what, man. I, I really think that I mean, come on. What? There's not. What are you gonna say? It's an alpaca. Like we're gonna pretend like this alpaca is out there gunning, gunning racists down. He's out to get those racists. And I know that they say the okay sign is racist now, but you're not gonna convince me of that. That's like the thumbs up. And like, is that a bigoted thing too? What? Do you, you can't just co-opt every single piece of basic culture and pretend like that's gonna be um, just accepted by society. You shouldn't be able to to take exception with somebody wearing a shirt that says it's okay to be white. Uh, (laughs) That's not a real aggressive position to have. Now it probably was a troll. I'm not going to lie. That probably is a white supremacist thing, but uh, in the end, I think it's a little far if you're going to let that trigger you. Um, I see that. So yeah, you've been listening to Ben uh, and, and that dude, he, he gives everybody the benefit of doubt for everything. And I'm over it. it. It started with the election that really got me, um, I've got my opinions that I'm not allowed to express here lest we have the, the room turn red again, but, uh, yeah, dude, uh, the, I, I need, I need my, I need my people on the, the, I need the right wing pundits, not people. I need the pundits on the right to be as aggressive as the left is. I need the people on the right to be as reasonable as we've always been. Um, I, the push has to come from some people in leadership and I don't necessarily consent, consider Ben Shapiro my leader, but I do tell you that man has $50 million, uh, $50 million net wealth at his disposal and a major media company, uh, the largest on the right. Many would argue other than like Fox, um, but he needs, he needs to be doing some damage and hitting some boards if you, if you ask me, but, uh, all right, y'all, I told you it'd be a short one. We don't have snacks here tonight. He, he's usually good for extending the discussion. 
But uh, I really appreciate y'all. We're heading into the weekend. You guys, uh, y'all take it easy. I really wish y'all nothing but the best. Recoil, thanks for all your support, man. And uh, Hill, I know Hillary, I know you're out there, man. Uh, (laughs) Ma'am. Don't miss gender Hillary Clinton. They'll lose it. I really appreciate y'all. Y'all enjoy your weekend. Take it easy. See you later.